Sell Your House, Episode 7. Welcome to Sell Your House. This is the show where we talk about everything related to selling a home fast and for the best price. Whether you're a newbie or an experienced pro, there are things that we can all learn in order to get top dollar for our houses. My name is Cliff Holmes from Holmes Property Firm, where we help people find solutions to challenging real estate situations. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the 12 options you have when you face foreclosure. Today's episode, really, we're just going to cover the first six. This is going to be a two-parter. So today, we're just going to do the first six. So buckle up and let's get to it. Okay, so like I said, on today's show, we're going to really try to get into foreclosure and the options you have when you get that magic foreclosure letter from your bank or from your lender. So there are a number of options that you have. Getting a foreclosure notice doesn't necessarily mean that you definitely have to move out. It means, though, you do need to take action or you will be moving out. So if you want to keep your home or keep the house that you're living in and you get that foreclosure notice, there are a number of options that are available to you. And it's important to know that The bottom line is your lender wants your payments. Your lender doesn't want your house. It's way too much work for a lender to get you out of the house. The bottom line is the lender wants your payments every month. They they want you to ride out your long term for the next 15, 20, 30 years, whatever it is. That's what the lender wants. They don't want your house. They don't want to have to go through the foreclosure process. They They don't want that headache. They want to help you work it out. Now, in order to explore some of these options that I'm that I'm talking about, in some cases you will need proof of hardship to justify your request, and we'll get into that. But just keep in mind as we go through this whole thing, your lender does not want to foreclose your home or foreclose any home. The lender wants to work it out. So we're gonna in this episode we're gonna talk about the six of the twelve options that you can pursue when facing foreclosure. So here is option number one, and that's reinstatement. And by reinstatement, I mean paying off the entire balance that you owe that's past due. We're talking about past due balance, paying off that entire past due balance in a pretty short amount of time, usually about 24 months. So in this case, you'll be paying everything that is owed in one lump sum, including any missing payments and fees. Now, I'm sure you're thinking that if I can pay off, if I had the money to pay off the balance, then... I would have never gone to foreclosure in the first place and I would have been making monthly payments. While true, however, what a lot of people do in order to you know get into that reinstatement process is they get family and friends or crowdfunding or even an investor can come in and buy the property. So they get help from an outside source. So they go to their uncle, their aunt, their mother, their father, their sister, brother, their friends, or they go online and start a big crowdfunding campaign, help us save our house. You know, any number of those things are instituted in order for someone to save the house and avoid foreclosure. So, like I said, number one, reinstatement, you can do that. Number two is a repayment plan. You can talk with your lender about a repayment plan to pay off the the balance. So, you and your lender engage in this agreement, and in which case you'll make higher payments than normal 
to repay your the money that's owed. Now, this is usually used in cases where something caused the mispayments, but now that issue is no longer there. So maybe one of the, the, the parties on the loan got laid off. So let's say you lost your job for a period of time and unable to make loan payments, but now you have a job, and in some cases, hopefully a better job. So now you can make an agreement with your lender to kind of repay what's been owed in the past. So let's say your regular payment was $1,000, and now you agree that, you know, we're going to pay $1,300 a month until the balance is paid off. So a repayment plan is definitely an option that you can explore you talk to your lender. Number three is a loan modification. Now, with a loan modification, what happens is you change one or more terms of the loan. And so what this can include is reducing the interest rate that's currently on your mortgage, go, you know, going from a, a 8% to a 6% or something like that. You can change the terms of the mortgage. So maybe you're currently in adjustable rate where you do a modification. Now you're in a fixed rate that's not going to just adjust on you as the wind blows, whenever the lenders feel like it, or however, whatever causes rates to adjust. You can do a just a fixed rate. You get one fixed rate, maybe a 6.5% or lower or higher, but you know that your amount is going to be this, your loan amount is going to be a set amount until you repay the loan. And it's not going to change until you repay it or you refinance or, or something like that. But you're not going to be paying 1300 for a mortgage one month, and then two months later, now you're paying $2,500 a month because the rate adjusted on you. So fixed rate is one way you can, or changing the terms from adjustable to fixed is one thing you can do. You can also, through a loan modification, get lower monthly payments by maybe extending the term of the mortgage. So maybe let's say you're in a 15-year mortgage, and through extending of the term, now maybe you do a a 30-year mortgage, that's a possibility. Another modification is you can add past due amounts plus the fees to the back of the loan. So the lender takes what you owe past due and just kind of adds that onto the loan. And now that's the back of the loan. You address that in the future or maybe, you know, two, two or, or five or ten years from now, your payments increase to adjust for that past due amount that's been tacked on to the back of the loan. So one thing that's important for you to know is loan modification will require paperwork on your behalf. They're going to ask for a lot of different things. They're going to want pay stubs and you got to fill out all kinds of documents to prove, to explain why you want this modification, what kind of financial situation have you been in, your current, what they need to know the state of your current financial situation and how, what has caused you difficulty paying your loan. So it will require documents and paperwork and they may lose documents. You may misunderstand what they're asking for. So it could be quite a process. And, and some and to do a loan modification, you don't always get a response right away. Some lenders say, okay, if you submit the documents, we'll let you know in 30 days whether or not you've been approved or not. So something for you to think about when you do explore loan modification. Now, it's, it's going to be a process. It's definitely not going to be overnight. You're going to need to provide a good amount of documents. And uh, like I said, it's going to take a while. Because it's it's a pretty complex process if um, 
if you're not careful and you do things, follow step by step, understand what you're doing, it's going to definitely something that's going to require your patience. Number four is forbearance. This is when the lender offers a short period of loan payments or no payments at all. And so in this case, later payments will be higher than original monthly payments until the loan is up to date. So the lender can offer you forbearance for any number of different reasons. You may have experienced some kind of hardship. Like I said in the beginning, the lender does not want to foreclose in your house. So if you talk to your lender and say, you know, I just lost my job and I'm, I'm really really working on it. I got some good leads on the job, some interviews next week, you know, some places that they're looking for people to start at the end of next month. So, you know, I'm pretty sure that I just need a little bit of time and I'll be able to get back on track. You can work out this kind of agreement with your lender and they'll do a forbearance where you make or they lower your payments or no payments at all. And then Later down the road, the payments will be higher until your loan is, is back up to where it is. So they're not going to waive. They're not going to make you exempt from whatever money that you would have owed for those months. So let's say it's, it's January, and then you do a forbearance until April. And then in April, you start making payments again. They're not going to completely act like the, the payments that you should have made between January and April never existed. They're going to make you account for that money later down the road. But forbearance is an option if you're in a tight situation. Number five is a special forbearance. And this is for FHA loans only. So it allows FHA borrowers to postpone monthly mortgage payments for at least four months. Under this scenario, there are no maximum number of months allowed. However, the delinquency may never exceed the equivalent of 12 monthly PTI. And PTI is principal, tax, interest, and insurance payments. And there are no maximum amounts, but there is a maximum delinquent dollar amount allowed. So if you have a FHA loan, the special forbearance, is available to you. Again, it's like I said before in the other forbearance where, um, you know, your, your monthly payments are postponed for a few months and it, you work this out with your lender. And I, again, eventually you need to pay that money. But if you have a FHA loan, excuse me, an FHA forbearance is something you can explore. Number six is a deed in lieu. This is where the borrower voluntarily deeds that property back to the lender in exchange for a release from all obligations of the mortgage. Now, this may sound like a dream come true, but you need to see if your lender will be willing to take the property back. And like I said, lenders don't, they don't, the lenders aren't in the business of owning properties. But for the borrower, immediate release from all obligations of the mortgage. So you deed it back to the lender. Your hands are kind of clean, immediate release from all obligations of the mortgage. For the lender, they don't need to worry about going through the whole foreclosure process because, like I said, it, it involves lawyers and all this paperwork and all this other kind of stuff and the hassle. So the borrower, the lender kind of avoids the whole foreclosure uh, issue, and the borrower can kind of be released from all obligations of the mortgage. So... It's definitely something that can be considered, um, this whole deed in lieu situation. Um, it's not for everybody. And, and if you want to keep your property, deed in lieu is not what you would explore, but it is an option that is out there. But I want to underscore. So that that's one through six. So we're going to go through all of them. I'm going to mention them one more time, just so you, in case you want to write this down. Number one, reinstatement. 
And would you pay off the balance in a short amount of time, like usually 12 months? But again, all of this is kind of negotiable between you and the lender. But reinstatement, you pay off the balance in a short amount of time. Number two is a repayment plan. When you and the lender agree on a particular amount that you're going to pay until you get caught up. Regular payment, like I said, maybe a thousand. Your repayment payment was going to be thirteen hundred until that balance that you owe is paid off. Number three is a loan modification. This is when some of some or more one or more of the terms of the loan are changed. It could be from the interest rate to the loan terms or something. So some kind of terms of that loan are changed through loan modification. Number four is forbearance. Like I said, this is when um, the lenders offers a short period of time where no or low payments are made. Number five is a special forbearance. This is a special FHA uh, forbearance. This is for people who have FHA loans. Very similar to a, a, um, a regular forbearance, but allows FHA borrowers to postpone monthly payments for at least a few months. And number six, like I said, is deed in lieu. And that is where the borrower voluntarily deeds their property back to the lender in exchange for a release from all obligations of the mortgage. The important thing to remember is that if you get a notice of foreclosure or pre-foreclosure, it is not to panic. B, don't just ignore it. So you want to make sure you are keeping in constant contact with your lender. You want to overshare information with your lender. Excuse me. Well, I mean, you should over-communicate with your lender. You want to keep in constant contact, communicate with your lender. Your lender does not want your property. They don't want it. They want you to make payments. So the lender will do whatever they can to help you continue to make payments. And if you just can't make the payment, then the lender will have to do what they need to do. But it's important for you to know that there are options that are available to you. Don't ignore the notices that you get. Take action. Keep in constant contact with your lender, and you will be able to avoid foreclosure and keep your property. So that is all the time we have for now. That was one through six. The next episode, we're going to cover seven through 12 of the options that you have for facing foreclosure. That's all the time for this episode. You can follow everything that we do at Homes Property Firm by just following us online. Go to homespropertyfirm.com. Homes is spelled H-O-L-M-E-S. There's lots of content there about foreclosure and, and other things related to real estate. Previous podcast episodes are there as well. You can follow us on social media, Facebook and Facebook is at Homes Property Firm. And on Twitter and Instagram is at Homes Property. Again, Homes is spelled H-O-L-M-E-S. We'll be back with another episode. We're going to finish the 12 loan modification options that you have. We're going to keep giving you more great content. Hope you enjoyed it. Please go up to iTunes. Leave us an honest review. Helps me get better. Make the show better. I just want to know how you're feeling about the show. What you like, what you don't like. Leave an honest review and to help me improve. But thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. And until next time, take care and God bless.